section thirty nine of the world war this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the world story volume fifteen the world war edited by horatio w dresser section thirty nine from salonica nineteen sixteen by albert kin ross salonica has occupied an exceptional position in relation to the war after the retreat of the remnants of the british army from gallipoli decisive action along the new front established by the allies at salonica was long anticipated too late to be of real service salonica was made the base of operations for the relief of serbia the french landed a division there under general Sorail, but there was no allied commander to coordinate all forces in november nineteen fifteen large allied reinforcements arrived yet they were held in salonica on account of the uncertain situation in greece in december the allied forces began to fortify their quarters and salonica became notable as a blocking point rather than as a centre of action the presence of the allies there seriously blocked the plans of the central powers for the conquest of mesopotamia suez and egypt the editor i have been here seven months now and am beginning to feel like an old inhabitant we reached here early in november and now it is june one's main impression of this country if one is a native of northern europe is sunshine and ever sunshine blazing over the slender whiteness of minarets i speak now of the town and not of the moors beyond macedonia like caledonia is stern and wild though i doubt much whether its inhabitants are romantic children we came here in november and had to begin at the beginning luckily there was the harbour and three good keys on them we poured our men our stores and ammunition to say nothing of our mules and horses guns ovens and pontoons how we sorted ourselves all out is still a mystery men slept literally anywhere in the mud in the cold in passable hotels i as an old campaigner had little to complain about i slept in a bed and quite a good bed too after seeing to it that my men were under cover they took it all good-humouredly and so went the first night the next day i had time to skirmish and constituted myself the unit's billeting officer i found rooms for all my friends and the mosquitoes took stock of us they were on the wane however a dying race and only captain f a succulent morsel was pretty properly attacked perhaps some of my own immunity was bought at the cost of a night's rest i was given a dump of canned meat and biscuit a string of motor lorries a herd of native labour and told to feed the division more or less my men and i and the native labour checked and filled up the lorries we worked by some kind of artificial light fed by benzine the native labourers were greek refugees from thrace and asia minor and we shoved them along by signs and plentiful cursing we were five europeans to eighty of these enigmas we half expected them to cut our throats in the dark and make off with the meat and biscuit 
why they did not do so i have never discovered however about one o'clock in the morning the heavens began to open and the stormy winds to blow out went our flimsy lights down came the rain a lorry driver returned from up country reported a bridge carried away and all the rest of the lorries stuck it seemed about time to close the shop the piece of waste land which was the scene of this first act had now become a swamp the darkness was illuminated only by flashes of lightning we were all wet to the skin so i gave the signal to retire which was obeyed with alacrity home i floundered to bed leaving the division to the unconsumed portion of its emergency ration nor did the division take much hurt i can see it bivouacked huddled together wet and muddy snoring blissfully too tired to grouse so much for chaos to-day the swamp where i worked on that first night is drained and firm good roads lead to it good roads run away inland and climb the hills the flimsy bridges of yesterday are replaced by work unknown in macedonia since the days of the roman legionaries and the legionaries of the allies now repose in cities of wood and canvas pitched in the shadow of prehistoric tumuli or covering hillsides more ancient still down in the dusty plain too are our legions and even in the sun-baked marshland to the east serb french and british and at one point scores of canadians the retreat in the four air raids are the only things that have happened since we came here except for our troubles with the greek government which while i write june three seem to be exceptionally flourishing outside this quiet room allied troops and marines are moving to positions before the prefecture and post-office and i dare say that by the time this letter is read the administration of greek macedonia will be in the capable hands of general sorail the retreat of the allies from serbia made most of us sit up it was a very breathless business of which the full story will be told in time the men that came down were pretty well spent spent to the world in fact and rather relieved to find themselves alive of the four air raids i have a somewhat closer knowledge the first was just a pretty picture seen against a cloudless sky the taubes we always call them taubes looked like wicked moths playing amid white puffs of shrapnel they did little damage and soon retired the first zeppelin was a sterner foe it came when we were all innocently asleep and at two o'clock in the morning waking or sleeping a man's courage is not at its proudest i was billeted at that time in a little smelly house of three floors and six apartments the house was packed with the original tenants jew and greek together with such lodgers as myself in our flat of four rooms and a kitchen were the landlord and his lady four sons and two daughters the sons slept on the sitting-room floor and if you came home in the dark you were likely to tread on them two french officers shared the best bedroom while i slept alone in the second best bang 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 went the bombs from the zeppelin the french officers cried en bas and the boys banged at my door yelling en bro which is greek for forwards as it didn't seem to matter much where one went the whole thing failing dugouts being purely a question of luck i stayed in bed and touched wood the crashes of the big bombs were terrifying the house shook with each explosion but as all things good or bad must come to an end so too after a while ended this business a wonderful orange-coloured blaze lit up the world outside and so i got out of bed and watched it 
deciding at last to dress and see things at close quarters most of the year the war has shifted from this quarter and apart from the gunners whose thunders punctuate the writing of these notes and sketches we are all busy with routine work which save for a higher pressure is very like the work of peace incidentally i may say that since i began this paper i have shifted toward the serbian frontier a line of lakes and hills and am now encamped in a paradise of pied meadows ever-changing butterflies and plentiful tortoises i sit out of doors in the never-failing sunshine and continue bang go the guns and miles away in the bulgar lines you see the smoke that follows the bursting of the heavy shells our business all winter was to make this possible to me now looking back it was chiefly a matter of lost sleep of lorries going endlessly up country night and day and of brother officers here and there getting very ragged about the nerves much of that time i was on night duty and an agreeable feature of my work was that it brought me into close contact with the navy our senior service unlike our army was ready for war was indeed seemingly ready for anything and everybody here no improvisation was needed a sailor is a sailor whether he belong to the grand fleet or be only the humble master of a trawler gunnery is but an added virtue the discipline and craftsmanship are there already the fleet out here and by fleet i mean every conceivable kind of vessel had mainly been switched on from gallipoli and from lighter to battleship was full of stories and escapes that now are history the transports interested me more than the fighting units they came and went so pluckily with but the slightest means of defence hardly one that had not its tale of a submarine and often of several here and there one met the submarined now serving on another vessel out again they would go making strange courses running through the darkest nights without a light coming here i had ten days of similar expectancy enough to last me a lifetime these seamen take such journeyings as the normal with loads of responsibility and possible boards of inquiry that may cost them their career as an added burden more seriously interesting than personal fancies is the active quality of the entente which one discovers in salonica in france the two armies were separated here they mingle on the western front the belgians held their section of the line then came the british and below them was the great french section one hardly met a belgian or a french soldier except by accident here in macedonia we mingle freely in fact are arriving at friendships that must survive the war and the ridiculous thing out here is the way we go discovering one another from a hundred british mouths i have heard that what a wonderful army is that of our ally and that if we were one-tenth part as efficient and so forth and so forth and again from my french friends i hear how wonderfully organized is the army of great britain and if theirs were one-tenth part as well equipped and found and so forth and so forth both parties are quite sincere in some points each army takes the lead and it is on a few such points that we fasten nor must it be forgotten that the art of war is essentially a french art and that in the mathematical side of war as exemplified let us say by gunnery and fortification the world has never known their betters this scientific intensity of the good french soldier has rather surprised us of the new armies as it must surprise any other body of amateurs be they british chinese or american in aviation to the frenchmen when our unstinted admiration partly because they have taken over the whole of that side of our common effort and partly on account of the splendid human material which they employ in this heroic arm it interested me vastly to discover that many of the french observers were young painters in normal times 
and really far more preoccupied with art than with aerial duels young bouteille de montvert for instance is such an one he is accounted for two taubes and will i hope account for more this was shortly after the naval gunners had brought down the zeppelin i assisted at that strange spectacle and have since lost all faith in such engines of terror it is rather tempting providence to say so for while i write the anti-aircraft guns on the other side of the hill are popping away at herr taub who may take a fancy to the half-mile of infantry going by on the road in column of four bands playing and totally indifferent to the hovering pursuer the zeppelin however is a different proposition the first time it came we all stood by helpless and gasped the second time we were ready and then all we had to do was to blind it with a sun of searchlights that stabbed it straight in the eye to tell the truth the salonica campaign always barring the retreat is child's play to what most of us underwent in france what we actually have done and that in itself is a notable feat has been to turn a wilderness into a country fit for settlement and permanent occupation every day now i ride out on new-made roads planned by the allied engineers and made by the allied infantry the villages i pass are tragic with ruined houses and the desolation wrought by turk and kamataji there are villages made dead by massacre and fire and others half standing and half destroyed in some new houses have been built since the greeks took over and in almost all at this season you see that great bird the stork sitting on her huge nest really once the mountains overpassed it is a beautiful country fine in climate rich in soil with splendid pasturages and now so full of good roads new light railways and other connections as to be within easy access of the town and sea End of section thirty nine